This is the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kitzer and Shaden Jones. Starting now. Good afternoon and thank you for tuning in to the Ball Talk Pod with Evan Kitzer. We have a great show for you today as we welcome former NBA and Big 3 player Dermar Johnson on the show. Dermar, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Dermar played for the Cincinnati Bearcats in the 1999-2000 season and was named as the Conference USA Freshman of the Year in his lone season with the Bearcats. After his great college career, he was then selected as the sixth overall pick in the 2000 NBA draft by the Atlanta Hawks. He played for the Hawks, Knicks, Nuggets, and Spurs in his seven-year NBA career. His best statistical seasons were with the Hawks and the Nuggets, establishing himself as a rotation player and starting almost half the games he played in his career. We are very glad to have Demar on, and we honestly think this will be a great show. Okay, so our first topic of the day is your college career. The team was loaded, having several NBA players on the roster, including you, number one pick, Kenyon Martin, Kenny Satterfield, and NBA draftee Steve Logan. The team finished the season 29 and 4 along with going 16 and 10, 16 and 0 in conference play. I uh, I think that this team was so successful because first off you think of uh the great combination in college basketball. If you have great players along with a great coach in Bob Huggins, you're going to be good. So I really thought that that's why your team did really well as with most teams. Uh, can you tell our listeners why this team was so successful and what was great playing with the team? Well, you said it. When you when you have a group of, of you know really good players and a great coach, chances are you will be successful. But what made us unique is we we had we had good good seniors, um, great seniors. You know, with Kenya Martin and um, and P. Michael and. Um, Jermaine Tate, and then you bring in two McDonald's All-Americans and and Steve Logan. You know, it's just a, a good combination of young guys mixed with, you know, guys who, who's, who's been there, who get it. So, as you said, there's many great players that were on that team. Uh, so, like, uh, whenever you do have those young players who do come in and play huge roles on their teams that win a lot of games, NBA scouts are naturally going to come and watch the practices, games, whatever. You were also a highly touted recruit coming out of high school, being named as McDonald's, Parade, Parade Magazine, and USA Today High School All-American. What was it like having scouts around all the time to watch you and Kenyon Martin and other players on the team at that time? Well, well for me, for me, it wasn't anything new. Um, like you said, in high school, I was very, you know, you know, highly recruited and, and talked about. So since I was a sophomore in high school, they were talking about NBA with me. So I was, I was been coming to my game in high school, you know, through, through throughout the years. So it wasn't it wasn't new, you know, saying those guys for me. Yeah, I know you said you wouldn't be nervous, but I personally would be very nervous if I was in your situation. Uh, I think that a lot of players are are that way now. At least some of them are. 
you can just tell by watching players now that they are very nervous because everyone is watching. They got the spotlight on them. Uh, when you are 18, 19 years old and millions of people are watching you, you and do every single little thing you do, it can be a scary thing. You got to watch everything you do. You got to make sure you do everything perfect. And it scares a lot of kids. So definitely all the spotlight can get the players. Were you ever very nervous when the lights came on to play a very big game? Um, no, not, not that I really remember. Because especially at that point, it was I was you know, a young guy and basketball was just fun. Um, uh, and coming into college, really, I, I pretty much knew when. You know, Huck and Bob, Huck, they, they knew that it was probably a one-year deal just because of my high school career. So it was it was kind of inevitable for me. It was just a matter of when I was going to get drafted. It wasn't like a surprise, you know, at that point. Because like I say, for, for a few years now, you know, they've been having me on these draft boards since, you know, I was a junior in high school. And um, it was just a matter of just going to play basketball and, you know, not doing anything off the court to mess it up and just trying to get better and better every day and everything would just kind of happen naturally yeah there's a lot of players who they're really good on the court but they let off the court things get to them and it really hurts their draft stock uh there's players like uh this year the josh jackson he had some stuff off the court at kansas and it really hurt his draft stock there were some people talking about him maybe being the number one pick and maybe that went into him being selected at fourth overall, but still getting really good money, but it just it just will drop you a little bit. Uh, one of the now we're going to transition into your NBA career. One of the most talked about things in your career was your car wreck you experienced in 2002. It set you out for the entire 2002 to 2003 NBA season, and there was uncertainty whether you would ever play again. You made a surprising comeback and showed strong perseverance. Whenever I think of that wreck, I think about another top draft pick and player from your high school class, Jay Williams, who played for Duke University and was selected by the Bulls with the second pick. Uh, that The time was close, too. It occurred in 2003. Uh, like you, he made his comeback and played professional basketball again. He wasn't as successful as he never made an NBA roster again, but he still worked hard every day to get back to that level. Can you tell us what kept you motivated to get back to the, playing the game you love? I just I just felt like I was it wasn't my, my time to be done with the game. I just was I was too young. Um, and really, I was pretty naive to the injury. I, I mean, they they everybody didn't think I would be able to play again mostly, and I just. Never believed that for one minute. Um, my, I didn't have any injuries to my, my legs or, you know, my knees or my body or anything. It was just I couldn't turn my neck. And um, and I figured, you know, with with my rehab that I'm sure I'll be able to turn my neck again at some point. And I felt like I was young enough for my bones to fully heal. And, you know, luckily for me, that's what happened. A lot of players, whenever they have major injuries, and they're out for a season, never really recoup. But you had a really great comeback season when you made made it back to the league. Uh, your comeback season after the wreck was with the New York Knicks, and you played some good basketball, having several double-digit 
double-digit scoring outputs, and even a 22-point game against the Wizards in the second-to-last game of the season. So I know that that probably was a great moment for you to finally know that you're back and you're back to one of being the best players on the court. How did it feel to finally get back on the NBA court and be able to produce the way you're used to? Well, it felt, it felt great to, to finally get back out there. And, and for me, it wasn't a matter of not knowing my ability. I knew what I could, what I can do because one time I healed up. I healed up at the end of that second year that I, that I missed, or the end of my third year that I missed. But the team wasn't confident enough to put me back out, there, even though I was um, clear to play. So that summer, I'm still playing against NBA guys. I'm doing the same things I was doing, but they they, they just looked at me different. You know, I was first I was looked at in Atlanta as a guy who was wanting to take over the franchise, you know, maybe after that year that you know, that, that I had to miss. Now I'm being looked at as a liability, so they just they just looked at me different, but like ability wise, I was able to do the same thing. So when I got a chance to go back in New York and um, you know, but I, I thought I took advantage of the minutes I played, um, you know, help that team with some games to get us that last spot the playoffs and um and from then on it was just kind of year after year with me and team still getting a little scared of you know to pull the trigger but i thought my time in denver you know was it was a really good time yeah speaking of the denver nuggets you really established yourself again as a consistent rotational player again in the 2004-2005 season with the denver nuggets starting 40 games with the club and having four 20-point games with them. You had found a place you would stay for the next three seasons. Uh, tell us what it was like being able to have some certainty in your career playing with the with the Nuggets. Um, I, I, I love my time with the Nuggets. I mean, I got to reunite with Kenyon again, um, you know, play with Carmelo, who you know, we're from the same area. He's from Baltimore, I'm from D.C., not too far away. He, you know, he grew up watching me in high school. And um, we just had a really good group. And that first year there, um, you know, I had to make the team. And once I, you know, was able to make the team, it was just, you know, just trying to work every day to, to, prove, to prove that I'm, you know, back to the player I was. When George Carl came there as our coach, that's when I, I started all the second half of that year. That's when my numbers started to you know, really build and I know I'm the starter, but I'm not looking over my shoulder and, you know, I'm doing good things. And, you know, we had a successful second half of that year. And then from year on, I'm still kind of like, that was contract talk. And, you know, a lot of back and forth. And, you know, I didn't play as much the next two years, you know, because of certain stuff that had nothing to do with basketball. But, you know, nevertheless, I was, you know, I was still there. And I still... But still, the best time I've had in NBA is being on them different teams. Yeah, as you said, you get got to play with Carmel Anthony, uh, an NBA superstar. What was it like playing with Melo, and what did he bring to the table that players you had played with in the past hadn't? Um, well, it was it was just it was great to you know be able to see a young superstar, you know, grow grow as a player and as a man every day on and off the court um, and dealing with a lot of the, you know, stuff young superstars deal with because, you know, it came at him back. Um, and, and, you know, that was something that 
I thought I would have to deal with at some point. I never got to that point, but you know, it was it was fun seeing him go through that. And what and what he brought is just, I mean, he's just a natural scorer, and and you know, it was for for especially at that time, it was about him and LeBron. They're going to take over, you know, the league, and you know, we couldn't get past the Spurs, but you know, seeing Carmelo do what he did every day in practice and you know, in games, is just something special to watch. Yeah, as you said, Carmelo is a natural scorer, and hopefully he can bring that to the Oklahoma City Thunder this year. I am personally a big fan of Carmelo, and I do think that in the right situation, he's a top 15 player in the league. I know some people don't have him that high. ESPN had him at like the 66th best player in the league, and that's just absolutely garbage. I know he's way better than that. Uh, I don't really... I don't really like the fit in Oklahoma City, though, because there are so many ISO players on the team, and typically, if you think about it, if you have more than two starters that really like to play that way, it can be quite problematic. Now, I do think that if the trio of Carmelo, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook all buy in and play a more team-oriented approach, I've seen uh, Russell Westbrook in the last few games, he's really been... He's had low scoring numbers, but high high field goal percentage because he wants to get the other team other teammates involved, so they have a higher chance to win the game. But you see, you still see him p- picking up triple doubles, getting twelve, twelve, and twelve, and the team is really benefiting from it. I I do think that uh, they're trying to get the team oriented approach, and with the players they have like Andre Roberson as a defensive player, and also Steven Adams. They're really going to work together on that. But I think that there is still hope for the team because most teams that add so many new pieces in a short span need a gelling period. And with a shorting training camp this year, as a lot of people have been talking about, because teams only get like 10 days to implement their offense and work on their defensive principles, the Lakers have been talking a lot. All they were able to cover in training camp was their defense, and they weren't allowed to do anything offensively. So it definitely makes it harder for the team to really gel together. But hopefully Carmelo can have a very successful season and return to that great player everyone knows him as. Okay, now we're going to talk about the big three. You played in the inaugural big three season, Legend Allen Iverson. I got to check out one of the games in Lexington, Kentucky, and I was really impressed with the high level of play that all the teams showed. Uh, We had another big three player on the show, Mo Evans, recently, and he talked about how it is unique in that the players are splitting the revenue and the league's totally for the players and for the fans. So I really like this. Ice Cube has done a great job with this. What do you think about this whole thing, and what makes this league special and different than other leagues? Um, I had a I had a great time playing in the league. It was very very competitive, um, physical, and and you know Ice Cube and they they do a great job. I'm glad they came up with this. You know they do a you know a great job of kind of implementing the players and all the decision making. Um, you know we have we have uh, with the captains. You know, which I'm one of the captains. We we have calls every week where we try to figure out ways to better the league and things we can change and how to make it, you know, just better for all the players and, 
you know, and for the fans to be able to watch it, put out a good product, and um, and it's just, it's just a fun, it's a fun tour. You know, a lot of guys, you get a chance to, you know, be back. It felt like the NBA get really, um, you you get a chance to, you know, get to know guys that you didn't play on the team with, and a lot of guys, you know, reunite with some of their old teammates, and you know, every week, you know, we're in these cities, you know, you know, hanging out and enjoying each other, but then we get on the court, it's war. Can we expect a re reunion with Kenyon Martin next year with you guys? Um, we, well, yeah. Well, all the captains come back, so Kenyon's still going to be the captain of his team trilogy, and I'm going to be the captain of my team Three's company. And you know, Kenyon trilogy didn't lose a game last year. We all got to try to find a way to, you know, give them their first loss. I was hoping to see you and Kenyon back together on a team like you were in Cincinnati. Uh, right. Tore up the. Well, that was the original plan. Um, Kenyon was the first person to, you know, to, to tell me about the league. He like long months before you know we decided they decided to, to do it. He contacted me and said, you know, he just talked to Ice Cube and he's gonna do his turn on three league and you know, am I gonna be, you know, do I want to play? And I was like, yeah, sounds great. So it's going to be me and Kenyon and Kyle Hanson and try to get you over the lane. And then they they put in a rule where you, well, now you got to draft your team. You can't just pick the guys that you want. you got to draft. So I still was planning on playing with Kenyon. Um, you know, each captain picks a co-captain. Kenyon picked Al Hanson as his co-captain. So when Allen decided to join, you know, he contacted me about playing on his team. Not so Allen, you know, no more. You know, Kenyon told me about it, so I'm gonna play with Kenyon. You know, so he kept he kept pressing me about it, and I told him no like five times. <laughs> and then, cause I didn't want, you know, Kenyon told me about it, and I didn't want him to back out of what I said. So Kenyon said, well, he made Al his co-captain. So I'm making you my captain, man. I'll talk to Kenyon about it. I said, well, you talk to Kenyon, y'all figure that out. So he told me he talked to Kenyon, he's co-captain. Then when I told Kenyon, I said, you talked to Allen? He said, no, I didn't talk to Allen. I said, oh, man. <laughs> I said, well, Allen, you know, he said he's going to make me his captain. So he was like, man, well, you're going to be a chance to be a captain, so, you know, don't turn that down. One of the things I remember most from it, I was sitting courtside, and I was really glad to see the game. And I, the thing I remember most was Kenyon uh, really getting into the game yelling at the refs, yelling at all the uh, players he was playing against, and he really got uh, into the game, and it felt like a NBA game that he used to play. It really felt like a genuine uh, league, and it felt like um, like a real, real-life NBA game, and I was really glad to watch it. Um, I really think that um, that this league is really going to take off, though. I think that this year will absolutely be a big year for you guys. I look on my social media accounts all the time, and I already see these guys talking about the upcoming season, wanting to get in the league, and already getting in shape to play some basketball, uh, some really good basketball too. And I think that there is a lot of hop into this season too, especially. Uh, I think that it wasn't as big last year because – most players didn't know what to expect, but now that they see it as something that is truly legit and is really reliable, uh, 
as Ice Cube is over the league and making sure everything goes smoothly and uh, give you the give the fans a bre- the best product as possible. Um, I think more and more players are going to join you all, and so I had I was going to ask you are intending to play next season, but you already answered that. You said the captains are going to be playing, so um, just tell us what you expect from the upcoming Big Three seasons. said you're trying to get the best players possible but that doesn't necessarily mean the biggest names because there was a player that went undrafted Steve Francis who was an NBA all-star and he's a big name and people would love to go see him but you guys chose players who you thought could help your team more and but as you also said you said players are coming in current NBA players in Lexington I remember Rajon Rondo came to the game and all the fans were really excited about it. Y'all see a former Kentucky player. And I think that when you hear people coming into attendance, that people want to see these people. So I think that also NBA players and celebrities coming to watch is going to help you guys even more. But I really think the biggest thing that's going to help your league, I talked, I talked about this with Mo Evans, is the Fox Sports Partnership. I think that getting a a big TV show, TV uh, company to televise your games is going to be instrumental for your guys' future. And already securing one in Fox Sports is great because I watch the games on Fox Sports 1, and I personally think they're better than ESPN. So I really like to watch that, and I know a lot of people feel the same way. So Fox Sports was a really great thing that Ice Cube was able to work out, and I really think that, that's going to be really big on that. Uh, and we got one more question for you, Dermar. We like to ask all of our 
former NBA players that we have on the show. What is the best NBA memory you have? Best NBA memory I have? Yeah. Funny story. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've had, you know, a lot of good memories. I, I never won a championship. So, I mean, that would be the ultimate memory. Um, so, I mean, I, I really... I really have nothing for you there. You know, I, you know I've, had, I've had some good games. I've had some great highlights. Um, probably, I mean, I, I would say, you know, the one one time I got to play against Michael Jordan. Um, it was an older Jordan, but, he, you know, he still had 28 points on us. Um, I got a chance to block his shot. He actually blocked mine, too. He put me in the post also. Um I was actually watching that game. I didn't even know it was on YouTube. I watched it like two weeks ago. Um, that was a great memory. But then also, all the times I played against Kobe, and it's, it's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I thought you were going to say your game against Michael Jordan because on your Instagram, your profile picture is you and Michael Jordan. So I thought that that's what you were going to say. I was going to make sure that's what you were going to say, though. So Yeah, with that picture hanging up in my... My house, they got their picture blown up, and you know that's just a, you know growing up. That's that's who I, I wanted to be like, and I playing in the NBA wasn't even nothing that I thought was was even something that was realistic. You know, growing up, and it kind of happened fast for me. So being able to share court with that guy's, you know, ultimate honor and blessing. Well, Dermar, we are really glad that you were able to join us, and I think this was truly a great show. We would love to have you back sometime, and hopefully you had a good time doing this interview. Yeah, um, got my contact. Let me know. Okay. Well, thank you again. This has been our interview with Dermar Johnson on the Ball Talk Pod. Please like and share over your social media and leave us a comment, and we'll try and get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you.